Let's do it. Now, the guy who likes to get down and dirty, but cleans up real well. You get it. It's time for Beyond Okra with David the Hound Leggett. All right. Good afternoon, everybody. Welcome to another episode of Beyond Ultra. I am your host, David the Hound Liggett. Uh, today is Monday, November 21st, 2016 at 2.30 p.m. Eastern Standard Time in windy and sunny and cold Pennsylvania. Uh, my guest, we'll talk about that. He lives nearby a couple states south, but I'm sure it's just as nasty there. Um, as always, my show is brought to you by P4P Muscle and P4P Studios, the number one drug-free athlete sponsorship foundation in the world. So if you are an athlete that is looking for a solid foundation or just looking for a clean, drug-free base supplement, check out P4P Muscle at P4PMuscle.com. That is the letter P, the number four, the letter P, Muscle.com. I say it every show, so I'll probably stop saying that because it's kind of kind of redundant, but uh, you got it. Go out, check it out. If you guys see anything you like on the website, you can use my code HOUND for 15% off. Uh, actually, they just instituted free shipping. So, you know, check it out. You don't have to worry about the shipping or anything of that nature anymore. So free shipping on p4pmuscle.com. Uh, try Snickerdoodle Cookie. I just got that for uh, whey protein after Kaylin Patterson, the other uh, show host, uh, for P4P Real Talk, suggested it. It is fantastic. There's a lot of uh, good flavors there, a lot of stuff. Uh, branch Chain Aminos, one of my favorites. Uh, fruit Punch, I'm addicted to the Fruit Punch flavored Branch Chain Amino. It's fantastic. Uh, so, today's episode, or show as you will, is going to be a nice, easy, uh, great talk. I have a fantastic person on today uh, in the likes of Michael Wardian, he is a ultra-running phenom, um, holds a lot of interesting world records, uh, as well as uh, records themselves that are very, very impressive. Um, he's a great dude. Uh, he sits on some committees for races and uh, just runs a bunch of stuff. So, you know what? We're just going to break right into it and start talking to Mike. I was talking to him uh, prior to the show, and like I said, he's a great dude. So we're just going to break right in. Mike, how are you doing today? I'm great. Hey, thanks for having me on. Thanks for the intro. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Oh, thank you. Yeah, um, yeah. they set up the Chili Peppers intro for me a while back, and I, I just kind of stuck with it and love it. So, uh, yeah, thank you. It's great to have you on here today, and how are you doing? I'm great, man. I had a busy weekend, and uh, now it's it's time to do a little work before uh, before we take a break for the holidays and um, – and then uh, get back into get back into racing a bit uh, for the new year. Sounds fantastic. So if you guys are wondering what Mike is referring to as a busy weekend, he ran the JFK 50 miler uh, this weekend, and you did really well. That's that's a I know I understand that's a tough race. I haven't run it yet. Um, it's very close to me, but I know a lot of people that have, and everybody that I talk to say the terrain's pretty pretty uh, pretty difficult. So uh, how did you do in that race, Mike? Uh, it went really well, man. I got uh, fourth overall, um, first in the master's category, uh, broke six hours for uh, 50 miles on that course is, is a pretty good time. And, um, yeah, I was, I was not as fast as, uh, as, uh, the Jim, my teammate, Jim Wamsley, but, uh, he, uh, ended up breaking the course record, but I was uh, I I felt like I was closing in on second and third and just kind of ran out of room. So uh, it was uh, it was a great day. I was uh, able to kind of execute and I felt strong the whole day. I had um, I had a bunch of marathons in my legs going into it. So I um, I knew it was gonna it was gonna be a bit of a bit of a push to to make it uh, as fast as as I've done it in the past. But but I was really, really excited to break six hours and, and, you know, make a good showing. That's amazing. That is absolutely amazing. That's a fast time. What does that average to my, to a mile? You know? Um, I don't know. I feel like it was right around seven minute pace, maybe. Um, that's, that's what my, I feel like I'm looking at my, 
would probably agree with you. Trying that. to look. That's all. Trying to look at my um, <laughs> my data on my on my watch to see what it what the average pace was. Yeah, seven oh four pace is what my wow. my uh, my GPS says. Ooh, that's that's impressive. So. Uh, I have a, I wrote a, you know, a little, a small bio. You have an amazing bio. It, it's actually uh, quite involved, and it's hard for me to, to like list all the races. But you have an impressive bio of, of races and, and uh, achievements. Do you want to? Do you just want to introduce? Like basically, I, I obviously I introduce and say, you know, who you are. And, and do you want to? Do you want to tell everybody about yourself a little bit before we get into into some of the things? Yeah, sure. That, I'm happy to. Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely. Um uh up for that i'm uh i'm i guess the way i describe myself is i'm a marathon and ultra marathon runner but i i run all distances from you know as as short as a mile up to 150 miles maybe 200 miles i haven't done a 200 mile race but it's definitely on my radar um so i compete in all those distances i've um run in three Olympic trials, uh, 2004, 2008, and 2012. I have a marathon personal best uh, PR of 217.49. I've um, run for Team USA in the 100K World Championships, I think, six times, and three times at the 50K World Championships. Um, Been uh, able to compete all around the world. Uh, in both all road races and trail races, um, set world records uh, a lot of different ways on 200-meter tracks, on treadmills, uh, pushing my kid in a jog stroller, um, dressed up like Spider-Man. And I just uh, a week ago set the uh, fastest uh, time ever run as a Elvis impersonator at the Las Vegas marathon to celebrate finishing um, all the Abbott world marathon majors in the same year in the fastest average time. So that's um, the Boston marathon, the London marathon, the uh, Tokyo marathon, the Berlin marathon, the bank of Chicago uh, marathon and the, TCS New York City Marathon, um, and I have completed uh, 42 races this year. Uh, was able to throw in 300 mile races in a 29 day period, and I won the last one in New York City. Um, and then I was also over at um, the Ultra Trail de Mont Blanc this year. Um, so yeah, it's it's been in a pretty incredible year. Um, I, I do everything from like racing up steps at the Eiffel tower, which I did this year, um, to running blindfolded, um, for, uh, a charity in Boston before the marathon. So I'm, I'm kind of up for anything. And, um, I, I don't mind if I run on roads or trails or treadmills or up the side of buildings or whatever. I, I just like, you know, being out there and seeing what I can do and, um, yeah. Yeah, that's kind of that's kind of what I that's kind of what what gets me excited and gets me motivated and uh, allows me to keep training and racing and competing and uh, I hope to be doing that for a long time going forward. That's awesome. That is that that's amazing. I mean, just just that list in general as a as a bio introduction is is impressive. Absolutely. Um, yeah. Uh, I, I, thanks. Oh, absolutely. Hey. Um, you know, <laughs> I, I like that. When when you read if 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 you guys go on and read about Mike, you'll see that uh, he's been he's been approached about the way he races about and I don't want to say it's negatively but how you how you race you're you're known for running multiple races of big distances in short periods back to back and people have actually approached you and say why don't you just focus on one race and you know you'd be good on that like me Mike yeah. I'm the same way I like, I like to do everything because I mean. I, it, it's one of my it's one of my stress relievers running, um, trail running, whatever, and I, I just like to be involved in all of it, and I, I think that's probably where you're coming from as well, right? And that's that's why you don't just focus on like a single race. Uh, it's not that I don't I don't uh, target certain races. I think that I, I definitely uh, don't limit myself to not racing um, 
for a particular race for a long period of time. Like a lot of times, like I, I'll build from one race into the next. So hopefully everything kind of builds upon itself. Like, yeah, I mean, it definitely wasn't, uh, wasn't ideal to have one, two, three, four, five, six, seven marathons in the last eight weeks going into JFK. But I definitely felt like I had a lot of strength from that too. So like, um, yeah. I don't know. I, I, I always get that question. Like, you know, if you only focus on marathons, you know, you could be a two twelve marathon runner and, uh, yeah. or if you only focus on a hundred K, you know, maybe you'd be the world champion instead of only finishing second, you know, and, or like at comrades, I've done comrades four times in South Africa. You know, if you only yeah. spent six months focusing on comrades, you know, maybe you'd have a chance to win it. And I, I don't know. I, I just, I love the, I love the chance to be uh, engaged and, and out there and, and competing, you know, as, as much as I can. And so yeah. for me, if I'm not getting the results I, I want, then, then I'll probably have to change something. But uh, right now I, I still seem to be able to, you know, stack up against most people and still do the, the amount of racing that I, that I like doing. So, um, you know, until that changes or, until you know or you know i get hurt or something like that and you have to take a different approach like then you know then i will but but right now it seems like it's it's been working out really well for me and hopefully i can keep going yeah absolutely i mean you're talking about the way the way you race uh, i mean you're in all these olympic trials and and 50ks and everything and you're you know you're always consistently in the top so yeah i i would say that I would say that you're, you're doing it right. And, you know, you got to do what makes you happy. Not, you know, not what everybody else wants, which is, you know, something I, I try and promote on this show, do what makes you happy. And, and, you know, if, if racing like that makes you happy, it makes you happy. I've been known to race, you know, 30, 30 or 40 Spartan races uh, the other year in one year, you know, <laughs> nice. Yeah. It's East and ultra beast back to back days, you know, and the, if, if we know anything about that, the beast in Vermont and Killington, Vermont is, 15 or 16 miles up and down the mountain and the ultra beast is 33 the next day, you know, so 14 right. hours of, awesome. of obstacle course racing. So, <laughs> right. Yeah, no, that's, that's exactly right, man. I, I totally get it. And, and what's fun about that is, uh, you know, no one cares that you race the day before you still have to execute on the day. So, yeah. um, you know, just because, just because you did something the day before, so what you, you got to come out and you got to, you got to prove it every time. And, and that's, that's, I think, appealing. I mean, that's something that uh, gets, gets me out the door to get the training in and, and then to, to have that competitive drive to, to make a go for it. So, yeah, I, I, I don't know, man, I love it. And, you know, hopefully, hopefully, you know, the body will let me to keep, keep doing it. And, uh, I, I get the support from, you know, my family and work and sponsors to be able to keep, keep competing and, and traveling the world and having adventures and kind of sharing that with people too. I love the fact that now, you know, a lot of people can, uh, kind of take part in what I'm doing and hopefully it inspires them to do a little more than they think they can. It definitely, uh, watching over your bio and looking over your bio, like when I get into the winter months, I'm a runner. I mean, I'm strictly a runner, but then I feel bad. Like I want to try and build muscle. So now I went from, it was a hundred. I'm, I'm actually kind of a, I guess a bigger runner, even at 160 pounds at 160, 65 pounds at six feet. I, I'm like the biggest guy that stands on a line when we go on like an ultra or a marathon. <laughs> it's, kind of, it's kind of crazy. I don't like, know like, about Man. that, dude. You don't think so? There's, no, man, not at all. There's some some guys. I mean, even some of the best guys, like, I mean, if you look at Zach Miller, he's he's got oh, legs that right. are like the two times the size of mine, and he's yeah he's not very tall, but he's super solidly built, and uh, you know he he probably outweighs me by ten pounds, but you know he'll he'll destroy most people <laughs> over the course yeah, of an yeah. ultra, so. I, well, I think I, I, I feel myself. like that when I go to like a, a 5k or a 10k or even a marathon, I feel like the biggest guy in the room at like, you know, 138, 140 at six foot, you know, <laughs> like yeah. I'm like carrying an extra 15 pounds on a lot of the African guys. I'm like, wow, <laughs> I'm, I'm huge, you know, like, but you know, that's go ahead. Sorry. 
Oh no, sorry. I'm, I didn't mean to. I was just I was just thinking. Um, 2014, I ran part of the New York City Marathon with Dean Carnassus, and we were joking about yeah. that at some point. Spartan race because he said, "Oh, you got to have you know." He goes. He actually said, "Looking at your size, you must be really good at the obstacles." And I was like, "Yeah, but Dean, I was like, you're 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 lighter and, and more nimble. You should be able to like you know burn through those you know quick." So even Dean was saying I was big for my size. I was like, "Come on, man." <laughs> He's, uh, well, I mean, even like he's slimmed down since when he was, uh, when he was first starting, like he used to be a lot thicker and just more muscly. Yep. And now he's just super wiry and lean. Like he's, he's, he's complete. I mean, he's always been really fit and jacked and like now he's yeah. even, even more so as he's aged. So it's impressive yeah. to see, like he used to be my teammate. We were teammates on North Face together. Um, and and so I've you know I've got to see see him you know not just in competing but you know kind of just hanging out and super good guy like he's um, oh, yeah. he's one of those guys guys that's been around and seen a lot and done a lot and um, it's 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 cool that he's still out there kind of doing his thing. So I, I brought up Spartan Race and interesting enough, you were on a Spartan cruise and you probably know where I'm going with this. You got onto a, a treadmill to break the 50k treadmill record. So you ran you ran the first 50k on a treadmill in what three hours? Was it like three hours four minutes or three hours five minutes initially? Correct. Uh, I think it was three hours and six minutes maybe the first time, and then and then I tweeted out that I thought I set the record, the 50k world mm-hmm. record, and then. Mm-hmm. Um, somebody from London promptly corrected me that actually their buddy had beat me by like 45 seconds or something. Oh. And I just didn't know there was a record that anyone had established. So then I jumped on it again, like 24 hours later and, and then broke that record and ran like 304. Yeah. Or 303. And, and, and on a treadmill, I mean a treadmill. Good Lord. What was your speed on the treadmill yeah. for the 303? Cause you actually broke your own record. And have have since now hold the record at two fifty nine forty nine. Exactly, cool. yeah, which is which was pretty cool. It was like sub three hours. I think it's um, I don't know. I don't know what that pace works out to. I can look it up for you. I'm not quite sure. So I is feel it, like it's under six six minute pace, but not sure. Probably like twelve what miles pace. an hour on the treadmill, roughly. Uh, no, no, 12 miles an hour is like five-minute pace, dude. It no. wasn't that. Yeah, no, I'm yeah, talking no, Ryan no, no. Hall pace, yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's a Ryan Hall treadmill. yeah. They, they ever see that commercial, uh, they say, if you want to run like Ryan Hall, you run at 12, 12 miles per hour on a treadmill, and people can't only hold on to it for like 30 seconds? <laughs> Actually, I did that. I, I, I yeah. broke uh, – yeah, they had it at um, the outdoor retailer show, and so – if you set the fastest time uh, on the treadmill at the show out of everyone that tried to do it, they would send you on a trip to the London marathon. And it was oh, so wow. funny. I got on there after I'd done the right before that I had done an uphill challenge. Have you ever heard of that? It's uh, it's where you on go 15 minutes. Yeah. It's 15 minutes yeah. at 15% grade. Yeah, and that's crazy. so I did, I I'd just done that and I finished second. Actually, it was really cool. I finished uh, second to Sage Canaday and right ahead oh, of yeah. Max King, uh, two like really well-known ultra runners. And so then yep. I walked out in the parking lot and I saw the Ryan Hall thing and I was like, no way. I've always wanted to do that. So I, I was like, Hey, can I sign up? And it was like, okay, sure. And so they let me on it. And then, um, and I was asking what the fastest, who had gone the furthest, like stayed on the longest. And they said yeah. the longest was like 20 minutes or something. Somebody had been on and what was really it was so cool so uh i jumped on it they like put you in a have you seen it they put you in a harness so like when you get flung off the back you don't like kill yourself (laughs) so it was pretty funny so i I get on it and i start running and and i told them like before i got on it i was going to set the record and they're like yeah whatever you know and so then like i start running and they see that i'm actually holding the pace and so i'm Mm -hmm. i'm holding the pace holding the pace and then, like, I get to, like, two miles in, and they're like, hold on a second. Are you a professional runner? And I was like, <laughs> uh, 
I don't know, kind of. Like, I have a real job. Like, my international – I work as an international shipbroker, but I, yeah. I'm, you know, I'm, I'm a sponsored runner, and they're like, hold on, hold on. And then, so they're, like, calling all these people, and they call their lawyers, and they're like, tell the dude he can't win. <laughs> so, oh. so, at, like, three miles, they're like, yeah, man, you can't win. And I was like, what? That's, that's not what you said a couple minutes ago. Cause I really, I've been trying to get into the London marathon to do this world marathon challenge. So I was like, this is my yeah. perfect chance to get, you know, to get a chance to go to London. So then anyhow, I was like, well, fine, dude, I'm just going to stay on and break the record anyhow. So I did, I actually stayed on and <laughs> I don't know, I went like 28 minutes and broke the record and then I ended up stopping, but it was cool. I set like my 5k PR, I set like my uh, five mile PR and I should have just stayed on and set like my 10k PR, but I was like, ah, I just broke the record, so I, I jumped off, and uh, it was it was really cool, but it was completely something where uh, I was like, man, that that's when you know it was just kind of a bummer that I wasn't able to wasn't able to win because I was sponsored, but I was like, you know, being yeah. sponsored is kind of like one of the best things ever because you get to do like these incredible, you know trips and and adventures and and you know so it's it's not a big deal but it was it was more about like getting the entry into london so that i could do this world marathon the abbott world marathon challenge and so this is the first year i was able to get that entry into london and also into tokyo and so i was able to make it work this year and, and kind of do all six in the same year and then set the fastest time and what's even cooler about that is uh, you were talking about Ryan Hall, but uh, in January I'm going to be doing seven marathons on seven continents in seven days, and so is Ryan oh, Hall. Awesome. So I'm really excited to see like who's gonna who's gonna come out on top of that, you know? Because yeah. I have this background in ultra and multi-day stage racing and traveling, you know, all the time, like all over the world, and um, and Ryan is just. Uh, incredible athlete so, so it's gonna be yeah. like an awesome battle like you know he's the american record holder in the marathon and uh he's just a badass so like you know can this like kind of normal guy like normal in a sense that i mean i'm not like world black class uh marathon or like sub 208 sub 206 but like yeah more like uh kind of an every man you know, elite level marathon or compete with somebody at that, like extremely high end. So, uh, but then I can do that, you know, on a pretty consistent regular basis. So like, like how does that play out in, over the course of a week, you know, especially when you add in the travel and, and yeah. the time changes and the, the different foods and all that kind of stuff. So I think it's going to be super interesting to watch and like, kind of riveting actually i mean if you're like a running running type geek like i am yeah i think i'll definitely be uh watching that and following that along in january that that will be uh interesting to see how it plays out definitely i agree i agree yeah it'll, it'll be really cool so yeah and especially now that i don't know if you know but like you were saying you wanted to get a little bit uh stronger over the winter so uh, so ryan <laughs> ryan has kind of gone in that direction also and he's incredibly well uh, muscled at the moment so he's not like you know you were saying like a hundred and I think he was maybe like 130 140 pounds yeah. in his prime as an as a professional runner and now that he's he's still a professional athlete but he's he's been dabbling in uh, weight training and, and stuff like that so yeah. he's super super strong now but he's he's a little heavier so it'll be uh, it'll be interesting to see how that uh, affects his times also i can i can tell you it definitely hurts when you put a little more more muscle on uh, you know with the i think between the pounding on the like the ribs with the with the chest muscle and everything it just i ran a 40 mile last year after putting 20 pounds on over the winter time and it hurt i was like all right i gotta lean this off you know it was, it was i was like it was a good time it was a good run i still felt really strong but it just you know after about 30 miles i was like all right this hurts now you know time to time to come back down but yeah, I I, I right. think I, I I think it would be very interesting to see how a weight gain and a size gain on Ryan will uh will play out, like you said, but I don't know, man. He could be a super beast at this point. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah. No, I mean there's no denying that he is just a, a stud. So like it's gonna be so so sweet, like just to like see how that all works, right? 
Yeah, like, yeah. Because he's just so, so gifted. So it's going to be, it's going to be so awesome. Like for me, it's like, a, I'm a totally, like, I'm totally geeking about it. Like I, I really want to, I, I really, cause it's also like, there's a lot of strategy, right? Like you go out sure. the first day and really, and really try to crush it. Or do you just kind of like always run near each other or like, I don't know. Or like, is he even taking it seriously? Like, or is it just for fun? And so like, Oh, no. You know, so, I've always like, used yeah. his strategy too. I don't know how you feel about his strategy. He always said, and I remember watching in the it was the 2012 Olympics where he ended up pulling out for the for the leg injury. But yeah. I remember they did they did an interview with him and they said, "What what is you know? Do you have like a secret trick?" And he said, "When you go around a corner and your and your opponent's right on there, stutter step for about ten steps, and you'll actually blow a gap in between." And I've always remembered that, and I always I always do that in like shorter races, like stutter step it out. What do you mean by stutter step it? Like I'm he, trying he to picture like a, that. He takes like a, he'll take real t- he'll t- he'll take like ten really fast steps as he turns a corner. And just oh, try and like just a pickup. Try and like blow oh, yeah. a gap. Yeah, blow a gap in between him and the guy behind him, and then that ends up being like a like a thirty forty foot gap by the time the guy realizes what he's doing. Oh, okay, that's good to know. Thanks for the heads up. <laughs> sorry, Ryan. Ryan, if you listen to this, sorry, buddy. But I want to give Mike a heads up. But yeah, he said that always when a, when a guy's on his heels and he turns a corner, and he says even to keep his speed on the corners, he does that. He'll he'll uh, he'll take ten ten or so quick steps around a corner because you know obviously when you turn a corner, you're losing your you're losing your stride and you lose your speed and your balance and everything. So he says he takes a quick you know those quick steps to to keep in with his speed. Right. Yeah, that makes sense. Oh, so I looked up the while we were talking. I think it's like five forty-five yeah. pace is two fifty-nine for fifty uh, k. Holy cow! So on a treadmill. Five, yeah, on a treadmill. How did you not burn that thing out? <laughs> oh, because well, I, I'm pretty lucky. I was with it was with um, Poca One One, my my one of my really um, uh, longtime sponsors, and they did uh, just a sick job of getting like really nice treadmills so they had uh two wood ways set up to work simultaneously oh. and yeah. um yeah those are just really fantastic machines like i i have a landis at home which is uh just a a, a workhorse beast type machine too but uh the yeah. wood ways are super nice to run on and and they can go down to sub you know five minute pace so you were saying like 12 miles an hour i think they can even go to like Twelve five or almost thirteen miles an hour, depending on which one you get. So they're wow. they're definitely up to the task. Like you're not you're not burning one of those out even even at five minute pace. Yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, I don't yeah, I don't know how you feel. Cool. I'm not a fan of the treadmill. Like, and whenever I post, I post on like Strava and stuff when I run. I'll do like ten ten twelve miles every time I get on, and I call it the treadmill because I mean it seems to be monotonous. I mean I get movies watched and things like that in front of me, but. I don't know how your feelings are. I like it in a sense that over the winter time, if I can't really run because of ice or things like that, but I, you know, can keep that conditioning to get out. But I don't know how you feel about those things. No, I love it, man. I, uh, yeah. I know that you know, a lot of people don't, but uh, I think it's a great tool. I think it's one of the best tools, especially like for, you know, someone that has, has the commitments I do, like it allowed me when our kids were small, now they're 10 and, almost eight. So like 10 year old boy and a seven year old boy. And when they were, you know, I don't know, as soon as they were born, actually my treadmill was delivered the same day our youngest son uh, was born. (laughs) So like (laughs) my wife said, I I didn't tell what you were more excited about, but yeah. So uh, (laughs) I I was able to use it all through when they were growing up and I, and I still jump on it all the time. And so like, and I, we have one at the office here too that I, that I'm on. Nice. Do you, uh, do you find yourself, I find myself running slower on a treadmill than I do outside, but I think it just translates differently. Do you you think Um, the same thing or? I, I, I don't particularly, I think that usually I can run almost, it's almost, it depends on how you do it. If you put the grade up a little bit, like, so you put it at two or 3% grade that more equates to running outside than if you keep it just flat. Um, cause then you get the, you get the momentum of the belt. Um, right. so, so to counteract that, if you put the incline up a little bit, 
it's just you just got to make sure that you move it around a bit or else your feet always land in the same position, whereas you're outside, you're getting a little bit of um, differentiation when your foot sure. fall. And so, like, I can – like, if you're doing a lot of miles, like, it's good to just move it around a bit because – you don't want your foot always hitting in the same position, or at least I, I tend to find like that'll actually um, fatigue my legs a little more than if I was outside. Yeah. Um, yeah. But yeah, I, I don't know. I, I, I think like for the ability to be able to maintain pace or for, you know, safety uh, in the winter, it's great. But I mean, there's nothing better than being outside if you can be, I mean, oh, yeah. and, and all that being said, like, it's a fantastic tool, but it is, I mean, my favorite is probably if I, if I can be outside, I will be outside, but, um, sure. but I, I, I'm not afraid to be on the treadmill. I, I do a lot of sessions a week. So, um, you know, I'm probably on the treadmill 10 times a week. Um, oh, wow. and yeah, I use a lot. That's awesome. Yeah, I, I think I, I think I started disliking it last year. I tore my calf muscle last year before. Uh, it's considered the second fastest marathon in the country. It's the one run by Bart Yasso out in uh, Lehigh County, via Lehigh. And I oh, tore okay. my calf. Cool. I tore calf probably about a month before running on the treadmills. It was a crappy day out, and I, I went and ran a, a PR half marathon time. And I was like, man, I feel so good at, at half marathon. It was like an hour. It was like an hour 18 for me, which is, you know, uh, decent time. Um, and then I was like, ah, so I'll keep going. And then like three miles later, just some pop and I was done. And I was like, well, all right, I hate the treadmill. So <laughs> maybe that's, uh, maybe that's no. my problem. You know, yeah, I, can, I, I don't know. I can, I can see that. It's, yeah. yeah and, I mean, and I, if, if you have a bad experience for sure. Yeah. I don't uh, very very uh, do any variances on my footfall either. So maybe I should uh, when I go. I'm probably going to run tomorrow on the treadmill, but um, I, I'm going to keep that in mind, like you said. So you just kind of move off to the sides every once in a while, you know, things like that, right? Well, yeah, move around on it, but then also move the incline up and down. So like move it between like one percent, zero, four percent, just like if you were outside, right? You're not always running unless you're on the track. You're not always running on right yeah. on the same same terrain so like just just to right. make it a little bit more uh realistic but then it also allows your foot not to always hit in the same same position and then you can also move the speed around a bit right because you when you set that pr you, you probably ran your most consistent 118 ever yeah. like it was probably what like six six ten pace or something 605 pace or something yeah yeah it was right around six minutes yeah exactly what a little so, like you just on speed off and on but yeah. So like, but when you're outside, you know, some of those might be 5:45 if you're going down a hill, and then 6:30 going up a hill, or you get wind or something like that. So yeah. it's, I don't know. I feel like moving around a bit. Like it's hard too because, you know, I I'll, a lot of times I'll put on a show or something. Like I'm super into Westworld <laughs> right now, so <laughs> I've oh, been yeah. watching that on the treadmill. But you know, or like I watch like crazy Netflix documentaries about weird stuff, like sneakerheads or whatever. <laughs> I don't know. So, um, so I also find it a good time for me to to catch up on, um, on on the television programs or movies or or nice. Facebook or Twitter or whatever. So yeah, I'm usually multitasking. So. That's a, this is a perfect segue into, into what, I wanna, what I was thinking about next. So you watch documentaries. Um, you talk about documentaries. I was watching a couple documentaries, and I think you know where I'm going to go with this. I saw a documentary on an ultramarathon in New Zealand. I've watched now every documentary they've made on it called the Terra Wera Ultramarathon. And you have run that. Are you serious? Yeah, man. Yeah, I've run it the last three. Yeah, which, where did you see the documentary? Uh, if you go on YouTube and look up Terrawera, you can get uh, the one you were on was the, it was a 2016 airing. Um, they actually bring it up. It actually says it says like uh, like Michael Wardian. It says hold 50k US re- you know US 50k record or world record for you know uh, treadmill running. And you know you got you got uh, it's actually a pretty good documentary. The the one documentary they have on there is probably like an hour long. So it's the, the entire race they show uh, you know all 60k of it, and it, it's pretty it's pretty impressive. Um, but oh, how, awesome. what is it like? Yeah, what is it like running that race? Because I mean, they show like, what's the? Uh, there's a there's a is it a two and a half k hill run right towards the end of that race? They show that they show the leaders saying, you know, what's 
what, what kind of time, how far is the guy behind me, and things like that. It's pretty awesome. So you got to go on YouTube and watch it. It's a Terrawera. But I saw you on there, and I thought, oh, wow, you know, he's, he's running that too. So w- what's it like to run in a race of that caliber? Oh, it's fantastic, man. Those guys, like Paul and Tim are the race directors. Um, they do a bang-up job. Like, they are so hospitable, so knowledgeable, really well-connected. Um, like, the race is actually uh, has some support from the New Zealand Tourist Board. So, like, they are completely dialed in. The course is, like, rock rock solid awesome like you start in like a lush kind of forest and then you run through a trail all the way around like I don't know four or five six seven lakes that are all like crystal blue and it's just kind of like um, nice single track some double track some a tiny bit of like road just to connect pieces but mostly all trail um it's they changed it from the first year I did it was in February. Oh, I'm sorry. The first year I did it, it was in March and that was, it's a little bit on their shoulder season going from summer to winter because they're kind of backwards from us. Um, So it, it, we, they actually got a typhoon, so that wasn't so good. So they moved it to earlier in February and the weather is just fantastic. Then it's kind of like, uh, late summer for them and just I don't know it's yeah. it's fantastic I am I love that race like I've been the last three years and this is this year in 2017 our entire family is going to go and so my wife and our two boys are going to go and take part in it and uh, they even have like a really cool like lead up uh, events to it where you get to visit like um, the local steam parks and uh, some of the local indigenous population uh, see like the haka, like the the kind of like challenge from the warriors, and yeah. um, they have like a, a scavenger hunt before the race. They have like a cookout. Uh, they have like great awards. They're like uh, um, medals are made from indigenous wood that's been hand carved. Like, yeah, it's. I don't know, man. If if anyone listening has the opportunity and wants an excuse to go to New Zealand, I would put it on your list. It's it's one of the races also in the um, Ultra Trail World Tour, so you can gain points through that. And that's kind of maybe – I think it was 10 of the best or biggest or like a group of, of races kind of like some of the races are like the Western States hundred miler marathon, the Saab, the ultra trail, the Mont Blanc, Lava Rado, the Hong Kong hundred K, the ultra trail mm-hmm. day, Australia, which I'm going to go to again. And uh, I've never been, but it's been on my list for a while in um, Australia in May. So that's, that's like the kind of caliber of races. So that's just like really, really well done. Super cool people. Um, yeah. great competition. They always get a lot of studs that come out for it and really fast people. Um, and you can run all of it. So, you know, it's, it's got some bird, I think not a, not a ton, maybe like 4,000 meters. So like 12,000 feet over a hundred K. Um, uh, but they <laughs> also have shorter distances. Yeah. I mean, it's not, it's not crazy. It's not like some of the hundred K's I've done with like 9,000 meters. Like I've done this really cool one in Spain called the buff Epic. Um, and if you really want to get your butt kicked, like I would recommend that one at some point. Like if you, if you want to know what like hardcore, like you want to cry and, and, and drop out, like that's, that's a race that you should check out. It's like super technical, super rocky, um, ridiculously challenging and awesome all at the same time. So it's like every, everything that you're, you're looking for, uh, you can get in that. But yeah, I mean, it, it, I don't know. I can't say enough good things about, uh, the ultra trail world tour. And in particular, the Tarawara hundred K it's, it's as long as they'll accept me, I'll, I'll keep going back. So this is my fourth year in a row going. And, um, I, I try to make it there as, as much as I can and hopefully get to explore, 
um, a lot more than normal. Cause normally I'm usually just in the North Island because I love the race so much. I do like all the events, uh, this right. year with the family, we're going to, we're going to do all the events and then take a week in the South Island and hopefully get to explore like Queenstown and Christchurch and, um, the Milford sound and some of the really famous tracks, which is, they call it, I don't know if you know it, but in New Zealand, they call it like hiking tramping. So hopefully we'll get to do some tramping around. <laughs> Sounds awesome. And then I was just, uh, yeah, no, it's, it's been super cool. And I've made like really good friends down there and, um, yeah. even thinking about starting, uh, we are going to start a business with, um, uh, an online coaching business called squad run here that, um, my friends in New Zealand have come up with. So I'm going to help them with that. And yeah, I mean, they're just super cool people and it's just a really, really incredible event. That is that, uh, I was just looking on while we were talking about it. They actually do have, uh, Still some spots left to register, so if anybody's listening and, and wants to register for Terror Aware, go ahead. It's uh, I, I said 60K. It's Actually, there's a variance between, I think it's 62, 87K, and 102K, which is 60 miles. Exactly. So, um, you know what's fun about that race, and I was watching a documentary, and I think you'll agree, is that you don't know who's running what for the most part because there's uh, relays and all these other distances that everybody starts at the same time. So some dude could be running out running out a relay for like 20 miles and putting down a, you know, a six minute pace and the leader of the, of the hundred K could be running and going, Oh man, I got to catch this guy. I, I think I like that <laughs> uniqueness of the race as well. Uh, that, that is definitely, uh, true that, but, you, uh, there, they do have different, uh, bibs. And so you can okay. kind of tell where you, where you are and, and they do a really good job. Usually they have it covered by I run far. And so, um, you know, there, there, you definitely, and you have a, I mean, if you're one of the top competitors, you have a good feel for who's going to, you're going to be racing. And then they sure. also do like, they do a really cool um, uh, pre-race briefing where they have a bunch of the elite uh, men and women come up and give a little talk. And uh, so, so you have a feel for who, who you're going to be racing. Um, but yeah, there are guys that just hammer, uh, and yeah. they could be in the 60 K or they could be a relay. Um, and it's just cool yeah. to see, I mean, people, people can run, you can run really hard there and, and it's nice to be able to, to be, um, you know, kind of going for it. So it's, it's yeah. cool, man. They do, a, they do a great job. Like the aid stations are all dialed. Um, you know, they, they bring their ache and you can co- totally see that. That's awesome. That is awesome. Yeah, when I when I watch a documentary, I think that is definitely a race that I think for me, like you run it multiple years, it'd probably be a bucket list race for me to get out to. You know, I, it's hard to travel with my job, my job as is now. But um, yeah, I mean that it does look fun, and, I, and I'm happy that you enjoy that. And you know, like I said, yeah, you'll you'll if you watch the actually on their website where you can sign up to run, they actually have the 2016 broadcast, but they put it out over uh, over YouTube as well. The official the official, I guess. Uh, documentaries so they have them going back all the way back to the initial one so it's pretty yeah, cool yeah they do a really good job with the media so paul and paul and tim and and everyone on the race committee like they've made an investment to kind of document what they're doing and so it's yeah. it's really cool that they've um that they've kind of archived those to let people get a feel for it and i think it's a great way to showcase it too right not just not just the race but also the region and um, sure. it brings people to New Zealand. I mean, like I've always wanted to go to New Zealand and to have the opportunity to, to get a chance to race there was just kind of like a dream come true. And, um, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's funny you say that like a bucket list race, like that's like so many of these <laughs> things, right. It was like, I figured yeah. like, Oh, I'll just go do it once. And it'll be like, Oh yeah, sweet. I went to New Zealand and you know, and then yeah. it's infectious, man. Like everything, all the rumors I heard about New Zealand, I was like, yeah, I can't really be that cool. The people can't be that awesome. And like, yeah, no, it's true. Like they are that awesome and it is that cool. So like, um, yeah, I was, I was, I was blown away and, and I continue to be, so I'm, I'm stoked to be able to go back and also share that with the family. Well, I'll definitely be waiting to watch the next documentary on that as well, you know? <laughs> yeah, so, no, it'll be cool. Like, hopefully our kids will be out there out there, and in, in a bunch of it. I'm sure that, you know, we'll be a big yeah. part of, of what they're doing. So it, it'll be cool to, cool to 
hopefully be hopefully be uh, chronicled. And that's what I lo- that's what I love. Like you talk about how awesome the people are. It's not just it's not just the community of people, but it's also runners in general. Like when I get on at ultra races, and if you guys know anything about ultra racing, um, who am I talking about? You know, right? Uh, a lot of people listen know a lot about ultra racing, but the 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 fellow competitors aren't. I don't want to say hardcore because these guys are hardcore when they race, but they're not, they're not too much time stricken to, you know, turn and have a nice conversation with somebody running with them or, you know, being just an upstanding dude. You know, that's, that's what I love about the ultra running community. Even in a race, you know, you got a fellow competitor cheering you on. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I, I feel like there, you know, we're, we're kind of like a, a big family, right? Like, you know, you, 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 during the race, you know, everybody's out to compete to do their best and you want to kind of bury the other guy or the other girl or, um, you know, but like when, when, once you cross the line, like you're the first person to congratulate them and give them a hug and say like, that's what I was hoping for. You know, you made me a better athlete today or, um, or maybe, maybe I helped, you know, someone, you know, dig to a place that they didn't know they could go. And so that's, that's what's so cool about it. Yeah. I mean, it's awesome to win and it's awesome to, you know, be, be up there. And, and, but like at the end of the day, it's just awesome to share the experience with the people. And um, what's so cool is like, it's, it's a long way, you know, things go wrong and people are there to, you know, everyone, if you see somebody struggling and, you know, the, the guy that, was just trying to kill you two steps before it'll offer you a, a gel or Vitargo yeah. or, uh, yeah. you know, a Band-Aid, you know, <laughs> like, yeah, it's uh, it's a really weird thing, right? Because yeah. uh, it's, it's, you know, everyone's doing their best to destroy the person next to them. But if something <laughs> really bad happens, like they're the first person to kind of save them. And so yeah. you're kind of all in it together. And it's, it's, it's this weird dichotomy going on that is awesome like because it's before the race everyone you know gets along and afterwards everyone gets along it's you know when you're racing it's you know it's 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 on and that's i don't know that's the thing i love about it is you can step back and say like i just like there'll be times i'll be running next to somebody and i'll be like can you believe we get to do this like yeah i (laughs) like can you believe we're here like, this is insane. Like, did yeah. you just see that, like, mountain lion or billy goat or porcupine or, uh, you know, we'll gang up and, you know, like, there'll be something like, all right, make yourself look big because, you know, or we're going around a corner and everyone's yelling to, like, make sure that we don't run into a bear. Or, and, you know, that's – or, like, oh, did you see, like, the clouds? We were above the clouds. Like, there's an inversion and, like – you're on a mountaintop and like, that's the same as like in a road race, you know, if someone drops their cup, like I'm the first one to like hand them, you know, a cup or someone to do the same yeah. thing for me. It's, yep. I don't know. It's, it's part of the sport is like, yeah. you know, you should just be, be, be cool. You don't want to, you don't want to win because of the technicality. Right. Right. Yeah. I, uh, I could have totally won a – it was only a four-mile race, but the, the guy that was just in front of me, we were running – we were only running like 5.30 a mile at that, to, at that time, 5.20, and uh, he took a wrong turn. And oh, that happened to I, me a couple of weeks ago. <laughs> and I yelled for him. I was like, yo, 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 back up here. You know, I could have totally been a, you know, been a jerk and just kept going. And I was like, meh, but you're right. I don't want to win on a technicality. I want someone to bring their best, and if, if – uh, it was actually one of the one of the road directors that was there trying to direct the uh, the runners to go. Actually, turned him in the wrong direction. So uh, that's funny, you know, man. Yeah, I had I had the same thing at a local charity run for uh, my wife and I started a 5K for our kids' preschool, and we've since given it over, and they've like done a really good job with it. But there was yeah. an Ethiopian guy that was clearly faster than me, like crushing me, like he was like it was a 5k and he was maybe 20 seconds ahead of me, but he didn't see that it was an out and back and he just, somebody had moved the cone. So he just didn't turn. Uh, so I stood there. Same thing, man. I just like, was like, yeah. yo, yo, yeah. come back. I actually come ran, back. I actually ran down the hill after him and called him back. So we could, we could keep racing. Yeah. Yeah. yeah yep. because, well, and that was funny because I like 
waiting for him. I was like, dude, come back. And then I let him get like about the same lead. And then I started running again. I was yeah. like, yeah, okay, exactly now it's did. on again. Like, yep, like exactly technical time. it was basically like, a, you remember when you were like a little kid and you're like playing like flag football or something, you're like, hold on, team, team yeah. or like, <laughs> like, hold on, car, time out. Yeah, car. Like, right in the middle of the play, like, hold on, time out. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, I mean, I like, nobody, that. nobody wants to win that way. I mean, come on. That's, no, I mean, that's, not. especially if absolutely. you like, you, you clearly know the other guy was stronger i mean it's like running there's no real like faking it it's not like you're gonna pull out like a hail mary like at the last second like yeah i mean i was was the top of my game there and he was clearly better than me (laughs) right and and that's cool i mean fine you know whatever i'm also 39 he was a 17 year old kid so i was just happy to be hanging with a 17 year old kid that runs cross country a full time you know i'm like kid's 22 years younger than me i'm happy you know so, yeah, right. that's, that's well, awesome. You know, no, what's funny, dude, is that, like, well, you should stay on those guys' tail because a lot of those guys, like, uh, three miles is a long way, and they run it that way. And and so uh, it's always fun to see it, and I'm sure I'll see it on Thursday at the turkey trot. But, like, those guys are just annihilators for, like, a mile and a half. And then, like, oh, yeah. by, like, especially the run I do is a five mile. So by like four miles, those guys are all uh, in a world of pain. And I'm just like, yeah. Oh, finally. <laughs> yeah. All right. All right. Five, 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 Oh, five paces is, is comfortable, you know? So like uh, that's uh that it's just a different level of, of um, ability. Like those guys will, will have a little more maturity and then they'll be able to hold that four forty five. Uh, as long as they want. <laughs> yeah, I ran against a, a kid every year up in, I don't want to call him a kid. He's college age, but I mean, compared to me, he's a kid, but he runs a 14 minute 5k. It's insane. Absolutely. Yeah, insane. of course. Yeah. My wife says, but you I hear all the cheering. I was like, I was like, I just naturally pe- assume people are cheering for me being in fifth place overall. And it was like, I saw three quarters <laughs> of a mile to go. And this kid was done. And I was like, good Lord. <laughs> It's awesome, oh, like, man. I, I love seeing that. Being in fifth place, you know? Yeah. <laughs> well, I think I have, a, I have a funny story about uh, that. I, I was racing. Um, there's a 10-miler here called the Annapolis 10-miler, and I was racing yeah. it maybe, I don't know, 10 years, 15 years ago, and I was racing it, and I was, like, really, really fit. I was in good marathon shape. Like, like I think I ran – 50, 51 or 52 minutes for 10 miles. It's pretty hilly. And there was a kid, like young kid, like just hanging with me. And then he just like at four or five miles, he just took off and just destroyed me. And uh, <laughs> I was like, wow. He was like a high school kid. And it was uh, yeah. Matt Centrowitz, the guy that won the gold medal at, at the Olympics in the 1500 yeah. meters. And, and I was just like, well, yeah, I mean, like there's, you know, there's just kids that are, are are fantastic yeah. and it's awesome. Like I just did a run with um a cross country team out in um Virginia, I think Riverside Cross Country and they had a bunch of guys. We were just we were just going out for like a cruisy like shakeout run and they're all running like yeah. between six thirty and seven minute pace and that's just uh. like their comfortable workout pace and like for me that's manageable but i was just thinking like for a lot of people like this is like race pace like and yeah. that's just their their easy run pace so it's it's just awesome like i love seeing that i'm just ecstatic this year to break the the five the the sub six minute mark on my races you know i'm running like a 520 <laughs> 530 you know depend on the race i mean obviously i i ran a i ran a race the other month that uh this kid held with me the whole time i was leading we were running about a 545 it was really hilly and then same thing. He did the same thing to me. Like right at the last like half mile, he just goes, bloop, run, runs right by. He's like, oh, see you later. I'm like, oh my, what? Like I'm breathing. Like you would think I was dying. And he's just like, meh. Yeah. You know, runs out. Yeah. So yeah, that's, that's I, well, funny. funny. I, I, yeah, me too, man. I had that yesterday, actually. So my sister is uh, Marielle, and she's really involved with um, a charity called Back on My Feet. So she's like, Hey, you should come out to our 5k. And I was like, okay, sure. And, uh, it was the day after the, the 50 miler on 
Saturday. So Sunday I ran the 5K, and I was like, oh, it's just going to be nice and cruisy. Like, there's not going to be a lot of people. And uh, it turned out, like, they actually got, a, like, a really good turnout. So there was a, a good group of people. But I was like, hey, you know, I should I should be able to run pretty comfortably. And, of course, like, the first mile I, like, got dropped. I was in, like, 10th place. And then I was able to move up into, like, second and then first and then but there was a guy on my shoulder and I was just like wow like this guy is just not going away so we just like tried to kill each other the entire way it was (laughs) awesome and then you know I I I barely held on like he was I can't I like I just saw that picture it was a photo finish it was just awesome yeah and like that's that's what's so cool is like you just show up and you don't know who's going to be there and you know, you might have to yeah. battle and, and that's, that's why you go out and race the race. I mean, that's, that's the whole point. And it was just, it was just awesome. And then afterwards we were just like, yeah, man, that was awesome. It was fun to have someone to run with. So, um, yeah. I don't know. I I love that stuff. If if you can, you know, battle and then, and then give each other a high five afterwards, there's nothing better. Yep. I lost two races this year that way. We, uh, I looked at the kids. It was the same kid that I, I had known come up to the two races and finally we were both like do you want to race today you know instead of just kind of running and pulling each other and one drafting and then one leading and one drafting we're like yeah let's fight a race shoulder to shoulder the entire way just to see who you know who had the power in them and obviously i lose because i'm 20 years older but good times <laughs> I, I enjoy that like you said i enjoy that battle it's a nice battle just to go out and race you know and you know it's yeah i don't know there's something about it like you said, you feel good. You get to the end and you're like, man, you know, you really threw down and you put down. I was high five and the one guy at a 10K in the middle of summer because he had me by, a, by about a minute um, in first place. And he, he turned the one cone, the last cone towards the end to come back. And we're high fiving in the middle of it because I know he's throwing down. Yeah. I'm throwing down trying to catch him. You know, and it's, it's, a, it's such a camaraderie. It's such a fun time. Agreed, man. That's, that's why I love running, man. It just gives me so much uh, pleasure to, to be able to, to, you know, push, push my body and my mind, but then also to, you know, kind of feed off that energy that everyone else, and there's something infectious about it. So like, for sure. Absolutely. Um, There's one other thing I want to touch touch on. We have, we have a couple minutes left, but uh, I signed up, I took the same pledge and I saw you, you pledged. And I actually found this company because uh, I was uh, looking at your Instagram and saw this, uh, the clean sport company, the initiative. I'm really oh, yeah. a fan. I'm really a fan because um, if you, like you said, you, you heard the intro that I do. Uh, P4P Muscle is a uh, is a clean company, drug free company that you can take. It, it's supplements and things of that nature for you know like weightlifters and, and guys like that. And what I love about that is that one is risk free. You can take it on competition day, and if they were to drug test you, you wouldn't have any performance enhancing drugs because it's not p- performance enhancing. It's just everything your body naturally makes. But I like the, the fact of being a, a clean athlete, and I, I like that you were on it, Kara Goucher's on it. Uh, there's a lot of, lot of big runners that, that have taken the pledge. And do you want to talk about that a little bit? or, or? For sure, man. Yeah, I think that's a super important issue. It's, it's one that um, is kind of um, been unfortunately brought to light after some of the scandals involving different countries and different athletes. And, you know, I think if there's uh, something we can do as athletes to try to raise the attention uh, to get people to care about it, you know, maybe signing a pledge or uh, making, making sure that everyone um, knows uh, that this is, this is a big deal to us and then hopefully it'll be a big deal to them. And, um, you know, it just makes sense. I mean, no, like we were saying earlier, right. You, I don't want to win on a technicality and I don't want someone to beat me because they're doing something they shouldn't. I want it to be because they did, they did the work or were able to, you know, have the, you know, the day of their life or, um, yeah. you know, that it's, I want it to be, uh, something that, you know, they earned. And, you know, if, if you're, if you're doing something that you shouldn't, then I feel like you shouldn't be rewarded for it. And, um, you know, I don't want to be a part of that. And, and I, I hope that, um, you know, other people can see what we're doing and, and hopefully, you know, make a similar pledge and, and, you know, we can all get to the starting line under the same, uh, conditions and, and then, you know, may the best person win. Um, Absolutely. so yeah, I think, I, agree. I think it's, I think it's, I think it's really important. I think a lot of, a lot of people um, 
don't don't maybe know um, that there's a problem and and or they're they're not sure what they can do about it, but maybe organizations like this can help steer them in the right direction and um, get them get them the education they need. And it was really cool. It was also another initiative that I uh, was a part of with the New York City Roadrunners. They have a Run Clean initiative, and for us, it was. Uh, I was one of the professional uh, elite athletes for the for the New York Roadrunners and the TCS uh, New York City Marathon. And, and before right. we could even uh, pick up our race number, we had to do a mandatory training session, which was 45 minutes with WADA. Uh, and it was yeah. super enlightening. Like, it was really cool. And I think that that's something, like, hopefully, um, you know, we can bring to different races, maybe at some – some big city expos, you know, kind of do, do these training sessions. Cause you know, it's important for uh, the professionals, but I think it's also important for, uh, you know, the people that are just, um, just trying to complete the race or, or just, you know, kind of uh, doing it for fun. I mean, it's, it's an important, um, it's important to know that the people that you look up to and respect are, are doing it uh, through, hard work and dedication and uh, commitment and, and not through, uh, you know, another means. Yeah, I fully agree. I fully agree. So let's uh, hopefully everybody can check it out. It's clean sport co on uh, Instagram. They also have their own uh, web page. Check them out. You can make donations. Um, like Mike said, you know, let's get out there. Let's be clean. Let's work for everything we have. Um, when I posted mine, I, I was happy to uh, take the pledge and basically said that uh, all the athletes that are there, have gotten there by hard work and dedication to their sport. So get out there, be a clean, drug-free athlete. It's the best thing for you. Um, it, it, like you said, it's not fair. It's not fair to be performance-enhanced. It's not, it's not fair to anybody that actually goes out and puts the time in to, to be the best they can be. So absolutely. So I appreciate you yeah. taking that pledge and, you know, basically trailblazing because, like I said, I saw it and I thought, oh, interesting. I read about it. I was like, well, you know, that's me all the way too. So I'm going to take that pledge. So Awesome. awesome. Cool, man. Stuff. I'm glad, I'm glad that, you know, that's, that's what I think is cool is like, we have this, we have a platform now through social media and through um, me, regular media in general to like be seen and uh, to have people um, have the ability to kind of see what we're doing and hopefully, um, you know, are able to take action in their own lives if they so choose. So that's, that's, yeah. that's really powerful. I'm glad to hear that, you know, it ha- it resonated with you and, it was something that you believe in and um, hopefully more people are excited about it and, and want to give it a chance. Absolutely. So Mike, I want to thank you for your time with me today. It was a, a great show. I had, I had a ball, a blast talking, talking strategy, and hopefully you can uh, uh, get one up on uh, Ryan Hall here in January. Um, <laughs> I don't know, man, that's going to be a hard task. I'm uh, I'm just coming off the races and already thinking about how much training I have before me. So yeah, I'm I'm looking forward to the challenge. Like there's there's nothing better than having you know someone really uh, accomplished and and just a, a badass to 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 work towards uh, you know making making a good showing again. So like yeah, it's gonna be, it's gonna be really cool. And I'm I'm sure there's other guys that are gonna be on the trip and and women even like. <laughs> I've I've gotten oh, yeah. chicks my fair share, so I know not to not to discount anyone. Um, so yeah, I'm I'm just gonna be working as hard as I can to put myself in the best possible position, and yeah, we'll see what happens come January, and then you know I'll head over to Tarawara, and then you know got a, I've got a big year planned. So I uh, hope you guys can all follow me on social media and and uh, through the various publications and and everything I'm doing, and uh, appreciate the chance to be on the podcast and chat a little bit. Absolutely. Um, you know, eventually we're going to get these all on iTunes too. So, uh, it'll be able to stream, uh, a lot, a lot more as well. So, um, we're going to talk to P4P muscle right now, blog talk radio is a pretty decent platform. It's a real big platform and, uh, hopefully we can branch out. So like I said, I appreciate it. I appreciate you taking the time today. I'll be in touch a little bit after the show then. And, uh, like I said, I, I hope you have a great day and a good time in January and enjoy New Zealand in February. All right, man. Thanks a lot. I appreciate it. Good luck with your training, too. Yes, thank you very much. Take care, okay? All right, thanks. All right, man. 
All right, guys, so you're listening to Michael Wardian uh, talk about what it's like to travel and race and, and do all kinds of that fun stuff. Uh, check out Clean Sport Company. Um, check out Instagram for Mike Wardian on Instagram and social media. You can go to MikeWardian.com and check out his webpage as well. Um, you can see the list of accomplishments he's had. We didn't get to talk about it. I wanted to talk to him about the uh, running the running the uh, marathon. Uh, I believe it was the uh, I don't want to say South Pole. Mike's probably still listening to me, so he's he's, he's probably uh, getting getting antsy here. But it was uh, one of the polar marathons. Um, let's see if I can find it here. I'm checking out his website right now. It was the North Pole, UVU North Pole Marathon. Um, so that's impressive. I wanted to talk to him about that. But like we said, we got into some other other amazing things to talk about with Mike. Um, so check him out. Check out, uh, like I said, his social media. Check out uh, everything that's going on, Clean Sport Company, P4P Muscle. Uh, check me out at Run Hound Run. Uh, I'm on Instagram, Facebook, and Twitter myself. So uh like I said, thanks for listening, guys. I appreciate the time. I really appreciate Mike Wardian taking the time out of his day to talk to us, and I wish him all the best in his future races and endeavors. All right, guys, so you have been listening to another episode of Beyond Ultra with me, David the Hound Liggett. Today is November 21st, 2016. It is now 3.36 p.m. We ran a little long, but we still have this on tape, so we are good to go. Um, I don't know. Usually they always tell you to close the show with your next guest. I don't ever know who my next guest is going to be. You know, I get out there, I talk to everybody out there and, uh, you know, it, it's great to have guys like, uh, like Mike, who we just talked to Bart Yasso, uh, Fred Joslin, Wes Okerson from NBC strong was on a couple months ago. So, you know, just a, just a variance of people that we can get on the show. I want to get into a couple more professional weightlifters, uh, bodybuilders, things of that nature to branch out to places. I don't really know much about, but I like to like to learn. So, Check out the show for future shows, blogtalkradio.com slash forward slash P4P Studio 3. That is my location. You can check them out. You can check out my past shows. All right, guys. Again, thanks for listening. Take care and have a great day.